with more awareness, more people are working this way. And before it was just someone wanting a part. And now you see bigger companies coming in, wanting a part or advertising companies or filmmakers. And so it's getting um, definitely more awareness. Welcome to the Female Entrepreneur Musician Podcast with Bree Noble. Bree is a musician, entrepreneur, speaker, and founder of Women of Substance Music Radio and Podcast. Bree's interviews with successful female musicians and industry pros are both inspirational and informational. She also answers your questions about the music business. Bree is on a mission to help you create great music, connect with your fans, and grow your business, and to truly become a female entrepreneur musician. Hey, this is Bree Noble, and I want to welcome you to the Female Entrepreneur Musician, where we talk about making great music, connecting with your audience, and growing your business. And if you haven't seen it yet, I've got a new income guide that fits perfectly into the current situation of the music industry. So I've had this income guide for the past five years that I created actually about when I put this podcast out. It's called the 19 sources of income you probably haven't considered for your music career. And it's been really popular over the past few years, but I decided it is time to give this thing a facelift and make it fit perfectly for the situation that we're in right now. So it is now called 15 streams of income to tap right now to create sustainable revenue from music. And this is going to give you many streams of income that are available to you at this very moment. So if you haven't grabbed that yet, be sure to go to femmusician.com and it's right there on the front page for you. That's F as in female, E as in entrepreneurmusician.com. And one of those streams of income, actually multiple ones that I talk about in there are related to session work that you can get online by having a home studio. And that is what we're talking about today on the podcast with my friends from Air Gigs. Angie and David give us a really thorough overview of how you can use Air Gigs to get gigs, whether you're a vocalist, you're a guitarist, a keyboardist, you specialize in anything from arranging to mixing, you can do that through Air Gigs. And they've created a fantastic platform for that. And I've used it for many years as a vocal demo singer. And it is just so user-friendly, so easy to use. And I talk about that in this episode. This is actually taken from a workshop that I did directly with my Female Musician Academy students. So I wanted to take some excerpts for you so you could get an idea about air gigs and how you could use it in your own musician business. Hello, everyone, and welcome to our third Wednesday call. This is a super special one for April because I have got my friends from Air Gigs here, and they're going to be explaining to you guys what Air Gigs is and how you guys can get involved and start uh, making some money with this really cool platform that they have. I've been using it myself for probably the last three years, maybe I actually heard about it originally from a podcast guest, uh, Audrey Callahan, who's in our big uh, free group oh, yeah. in the Academy for a while, um, for a few months. And yeah, so you, you know her cause she's done a lot on air gigs and she's the first person that told me about it. And I immediately went out and signed up. Um, and I have done probably 
maybe 12 projects on air gigs over the past three years without doing any kind of advertising whatsoever. Just putting my information up there, not trying to get gigs at all because obviously I'm super busy, but I really enjoy doing them. So um, to think that I could get that many, I probably had three or four a year. Um, it's getting to be more now. At first it was really slow starting. And so maybe we'll talk about some ways that it cannot be slow starting. But mm -hmm. uh, once I started doing it, I started getting more and it started compounding. And now I probably get one every two months. And they're just really fun projects and they're things I can do on the side and make some good money. So um, I am going to turn it over to David and Angie, the heart and soul of air gigs. Like they are in there getting their hands dirty every single day answering questions helping people and they really have a heart to help musicians right now which is why they had me do some articles on the blog and um which is why they're here so i'm excited to have them i'm just going to turn over the meeting to them i'm going to get go in the background and grab all the questions to make sure that if they don't answer them during the presentation that I can get them answered for you guys. And then of course, you guys that are here live, will get to ask questions too. All right. Awesome. Just uh, I was on your email list, Brie. And I, you know, I mean, I, when I found out you were part of the site, I was like, it was like, wow, how cool is that? You know? <laughs> um, yes. But um, Audrey, she's done a lot of, she's yeah, even she done videos for us. We, we, we pull people in here and there, you know, from the, that's how it's grown, sort of our content team. So yeah, and we pulled you in because I was like, we have to, this is great information. So thank you. Mm -hmm. So I think we'll start and maybe we'll give a little background on, on the site. Oh, and, sure, yeah. And then we'll dive into some of the practicals of getting yeah. work and stuff like that um, on the site. Yes, I think it's a, one, I think it's a very exciting time for anyone creating and um, we came out of, we co-ran a recording studio for 10 years in New York City and just wanting a change, we moved to California, Southern California, and we wanted, it just kept rolling around our head that we wanted an area to go book something we needed. And so it just kept coming up and we said, oh, well, it must be that we have to do this. So we, we bought the domain and we built it. And, and prior um, to that, we were doing sort of a lot of multimedia projects, yeah. a lot of web mixed with music. And so it was all sort of evolving in that direction. And then air gigs kind of came when we hit California. And, and that's how we started it as well as just um, a diversification tool. And diversification of income, income. Yeah. Mm -hmm. for, for musicians, because we, we saw it from both sides. We saw it from the side of like, wow, we'd love a platform where we could connect with people. We're in a new location. We don't know musicians. And so like we, we saw it that way. And our, our all of our community was back in New York. And then we saw it of like, you know, this is another tool for, you know, doing sessions and stuff. So mm -hmm. it was kind of like we saw it from both angles with more awareness more people are working this way and before it was just someone wanting a part and now you see bigger companies coming in wanting a part or advertising companies or filmmakers and so it's getting um definitely more awareness around the whole thing. and particularly now obviously remote production has become like yeah. we shifted from this weird little niche into like you know there's no 
live music industry so people are like what do we you know so it's hopefully for just a little bit. yeah hopefully i'm not happy <laughs> yeah. about that in any way i'm just saying it's it's very strange for us because it's sort of everything's refocused and it's like it's, you know yeah, a lot of you know we've heard all kinds of stories and it's it's just been intense time but but I think um, it will expand people's minds when it comes to like the recording of their album because they don't have to go to a traditional studio. Once they experience this, they'll be like, oh, I can do it this way. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. You know, at least um, parts. I mean, it depends on how. I mean, you pretty much can do the whole thing remotely, but it depends on if you want to be in the room with the mixer and. You know, I mean, so it's it's all depends on what you want. Um, it's true. Or yeah. if you want to lay your own vocal down or, you know, mm -hmm. that sort of thing. Mm -hmm. But but in any event, it's it's come quite away from where we just originally put it out to our friends. It's grown nicely organically. Then bigger players started coming on. And so now it's been our full focus for like the last five years. And so basically, um, you know, you can pretty much sign up and post services in any of these categories. And so like, what is a service? It could be anything from album artwork to audio editing to backing, creating backing tracks or obviously guitar, bass, drums, those kind of things. Mm -hmm. And we kind of pulled out a few different services that, that do a good job of illustrating um, what it's about and, and how to make it work. And an important thing to note here is I think a, there's more communication um, with remote sessions than maybe in an in-person session. And so we like to, behind the scenes, we like to tell people to take into account maybe some extra um, communication time to make sure everybody's on the same page. Um, we definitely like people to take into consideration um, the platform's commission um, PayPal's commission and their taxes, you know, cause, cause they're, you're musicpreneurs, you know, so we need to sort of, that's what a recording studio does. That's what a business does. You sort of wrap it into your price. So we can't tell people what to charge, but we encourage to try to spread the awareness of what's also involved beyond your skills, your time, your electric bill, your, you right. know, your your uh, maintenance of your gear um so um that that's just sort of to bring in the awareness of what is it for you and and there there might be some mistakes at first but you can get better as you go as any business or or musicpreneur would exactly to exactly and, and there are, there are a lot of nuances to like how sessions can go right how sessions can go wrong and having sat between many of them in the last eight years, you know, I can definitely speak to, we can both speak to yeah. a and lot it's, of it. It's a very personal, I'm sorry. No. <laughs> it's no. a very personal choice too. For for David, he, he's a guitar player. He could probably take something and, and, you know, and come out with it in a couple of hours. But say I'm mainly a vocalist and say if I took a piece, I might need to sit with it for a day before I could lay it down. So it's 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 all very much around what what is your thing. And and that's what I like. How you to. like to work, what you need to, to mm -hmm. de deliver this session. Yeah. So I think like, you know, the components of a listing. So like, you know, this is a pretty well set up listing. So someone's you know, giving the range of instruments that they offer in the title, and they're giving a price of $85. Now, 
Now, that's anyone can come in and just book this, you know, without any communication happening beforehand. So you, we try to make it actionable like that. So it encourages people to, to book stuff. But um, there are certain terms that come with it. So like he's establishing that I'll do two revisions with this. So that's like the base. I'm charging $85 for this track. I'll do two revisions and I'll deliver in approximately five days. So that's like if someone booked like sight unseen, no conversation, those would be the terms of the, of the arrangement, so to speak. I'm glad you explained that because I couldn't, I set mine up so long ago. I couldn't remember if those were choices that I made or if that was just, you know, like how long you had and that kind of thing. So you can set all of that. That's all like personalized. You can, all, you, mm -hmm. yeah. When you set up a listing, it'll say how many revisions do you want to offer? What are your instructions to the buyer when they order sight unseen? So like if someone were to order without your ever speaking, you could say, you know, I require a lyric sheet, I require, you know, chord charts, I require a reference track, you kind of get them oriented on what you need. In those cases, 90% of the sessions go where there's some communication, most of the time. Yeah, and, and we've also um, people, we've had people who don't really want anyone to book them without the pre-communication yeah. in case it's something outside of their listing. And so we've encouraged um, to just put at the top of a service listing, please contact me before ordering to discuss your project. Yeah, so. because my problem that has been in like why I want to talk to them in advance is sometimes the, there's a key, an issue with the key. Yes. And like if they don't have an easy way to change the key, then I don't want them to book me because I don't want to have it in a key that's not going to do me justice. Exactly. Totally, yeah. totally. Exactly. So that you get, so I'm just, that is all to say you can provide all that information in the rare event that someone doesn't contact you, but 90% of the time it's going to be like, Hey, this is my song. What do you think? Can you do it? And then that opens the door for, well, this is perfect for my existing package or what really what you need is a little more than that. And so then you would send them a custom offer um, specifically for their uh, package, you know, mm -hmm. And then whether you do a custom offer or a regular service, once the service gets rolling, if the client starts asking for, hey, I want you to sing it over again, you know, completely or, or retake, retake or... then you can say, look, you know, I require an additional payment for that. And you can modify the, the existing order. But so not like that. <laughs> oh, no, no, not that like, way. Look. <laughs> look, no, look. But, it's yes. Yeah, it's, but you can. It, you point them back to your terms and yeah. Yeah, get them to. <laughs> but all of that is possible, like once the order is open. So, um, so yeah. So anyway, so this person kind of reaches out. He says, if you are, um, if your song is missing anything, sorry, I can't see it too well here. Um, you're in the right place. My musician, my mission is to bring your song to life. So he's really kind of reaching out to people, speaking to them directly. You know, I've been working with artists and songwriters on air gigs, you know, for quite a while. And um, so he said some nice things about us. And then, like, you know, he mentions his instruments. And then he says, if you need any of the above, I'm happy to work with you. So he's kind of also in this person is sort of creating a listing where they do multiple things. Now, he could also create separate like banjo recording, dober recording, mandolin. Those could be separate services that he sets up, but he's kind of creating a catch-all here in this case. For um, your, like the algorithm of your site, would it be better for him to create 
a bunch of individual listings? So, yes and no, yes and no, because like with one listing, he's going to get all the reviews on that listing, and it's going to mm. have much more potency, mm. you know. But if he did the multiple listings, he would show up in more places. In so more it's it's yeah. sort of one of those uh, you know things to consider. So and then the last component of this oh. before I switch is just the gear. Mentioning your gear, what is your home studio setup? Because that's mm. going to be important. A to And your doll sometimes yeah. is important. Yep, your recording, you know, mm -hmm. interface and your your DAW, all of that. So, so those are the components of a listing. Here is like a vocal listing that's that's done quite well, and you know we it's good to kind of look at the components of any listings that are doing well, not from a price standpoint because only you can really establish your price, and we don't really like clients on the site. Price is not the only criteria, so it's you know, sometimes people it's, get that's that. That's an assumption, but it's not the truth from what we see in the background. It's very much what they're looking for yeah it's know. like or can you take my project to the next level are you exactly you know creatively they're 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 creative people so they're looking for a creative match but you know in this case uh, oh, this is a yep. the vocalist is included you can you can include a youtube video um a soundcloud reel i want to speak to the video sure. real quick um we have seen some of the better um, selling services, which she's selling this one and fine, um, with sort of a intro into your environment so they get to know you better, if that makes sense. So it's just like, hi, you know, I'm happy to work on your project. This is this is my home studio and um, this is what you'll get. These, these types of videos have done well. Um, we have a drummer yeah. doing it and... Um, like personalized videos of you and your studio, maybe, you know, it's really as creative as you want to get with them and they don't have to be super long, but those kind of things make a big difference in terms of connecting with clients like that. And they can make, they get, uh, excuse me, my, uh, they give a human connection, if that makes any sense. Like music is very uh, connective. And so on this remote level, it's sort of, a bridge. It's a bridge. Yeah. A video right now is you can bring it in from YouTube. Mm -hmm. So it gives you kind of the advantage of being able, you know, it's not, it's not from your YouTube channel or whatever. Mm -hmm. so you can bring it in. But, um, but yeah, this is something that we really like. One of the things that we see is like, sometimes you'll have amazing session musicians with you know, all kinds of credits who, but their marketing materials are kind of lagging. Like they're That's not, true. they're putting like just a song that they played on but it doesn't really feature them. And what would be far more effective would be like, hey, you know, I'm, I'm John, I'm in my studio and this is, this is my gear and, you know, this is some of the stuff I played on and something like that. So it's, it's really a, a kind of a fusion of, of communication skills, marketing skills, and of course, you know, musicianship skills. So that, that's just something. And we're going to, I think we're going to do a lot more uh, blog posts about this and stuff to try yes, to raise. Yes, we were doing, we started with a few people um, sort of, you know, giving sort of a, a script of sort of how to introduce yourself and go on from there. And if someone gives us a video that, you know, that describes their service, um, we put it on our YouTube channel and that we uh, market it directly to your service yeah so, so, so if um, you not do, to air gigs as a whole yeah if you do create those videos reach out to us because then we will 
remarket them yeah. as a co-marketing thing, but we'll push the people to your page. Yeah. So that's sort of like a, when people take the time to do those things, we, we, we really get, you know, jump behind them. That's um, really cool. I love that you're doing that. Um, do you have any advice for like helping people kind of niche down? Cause I, I think the reason that I've gotten the gigs that I have is because I was very specific about my listing. I said like things that other people wouldn't say, cause of course I can sing pop, but there's a million pop singers on there. So I was more like, I chose, uh, Christian music, um, classical and Broadway. And every single one that I get, they're wanting one of those specific kinds of things because they saw that and they realize that a lot of other people don't like, if it's Christian, they're like, I want you to really feel the words. That's why I'm choosing you. And then with like the Broadway, you know, they know that not everybody can sing Broadway style. So it's interesting that you say that because I think some of our first sales were in uh, the Christian area. And um, it, it's fascinating because almost the churches are ahead of all this technology than the rest of us because they're... That's surprising because we're usually behind. So, <laughs> Well, at least with the live streaming. With the live yeah. streaming. It's true. It's true. Everything. And they were... They, they, uh, big groups were the first people to probably use our service and um so it's fascinating and um a job like i learned a genre that i didn't even know about uh C ccm which is christian mm. right mm -hmm. christian contemporary music yeah so um you know it's it's hard to answer that. well it is good to niche yourself out um at the same time i know people don't like to put themselves in a box and we've heard from clients that they like our platform because we don't make them go down these genre trails. Mm -hmm. So um, I think if someone's searching, then it's good to have it in your tags and your um, service description um, and, and, and what you like to work on. I mean, personally, I, th I think specificity yeah, is, is the key, like at least when you're getting started, because like if you're going to like you're saying generalize and say you know i'm a pop vocalist well then you're going to be right sort of like you know so it's really important to to reflect on like what so what are the things that you do that you do special and, right. and whether that's a genre based or it might not be genre based it might be i have this amazing room that i have the most incredible you know room sound when i record my hammond organ or or whatever it is it's like you know, or in a, in a vocal context, whatever it is, you know, this incredible mic miking sound. setup and you can hear a sample of it here mm -hmm. or so, but genre is a very potent filter. It you know? is. So it's like, I mean, if you're focusing on a certain style or genre, I, th I think those things are really helpful. And the key is to start, you know, once you start getting reviews, it's sort of a cumulative thing because you show up higher in the results and so I would highly recommend specificity, you know, of, of some, of, you know, in many different areas, what makes your, you know, reflection on what makes your service unique, what, you know, what you can add value to the client, you know. Well, so and I think you hit on something too of having a sample of everything that you're calling out there. Because for me, I have one that's harmony vocals and I specifically include this one where I did like choral style vocals and I get so many requests for that all the time because they hear that and they're like, Ooh, that's what I want in the back of my song. 
Exactly. Right. Exactly. And right. the people who take the time, like Melis, like yourself, Bree, and then Melis taking the time to write ballad reel, you know, um, cover reel, EDM. So she's kind of really concise, making it concise for the clients. And, you know, that really makes a difference. Yeah. And I have something to say on this. These, uh, are we still screen sharing? Yep. Yes. Okay. So these show up, right, on the on, front on the, listing. Yeah, like um, on... And I want to talk more about this um, to the site as a whole. So they show up um, here. And so it's interesting because a lot of people behind the scenes come to us and they say, I want this type of singer. I want someone that sounds like this or that. And... Um, so I go through and I listen to all these samples and I'll give them four or five profiles. But what I would like to see in these areas is sort of a reel that gets right to your vocal. Cause if you have this, if you're a vocalist, let's just say, and you have this epic, epic two minute <laughs> instrumental, instrumental, intro. you yeah. know, they're, they're going to leave, you know? And I know that sort of, so I, when I go through, I'm like, okay, this is something that we can improve upon as musicpreneurs because I've, you know, we're, um, especially music supervisors, they're in a fast going space. And if they want something fast, they're, they're, they're moving on. So, um, so yeah, that's, that's where having those, you know, marketing skills and communication skills really do help you stand apart from from, you know, lots of other musicians who are just sort of like throwing know, everything up, just throwing it up, you know. And, and oddly enough, we've seen um, people that know how to market themselves do better than people who have like really big credits, which mm -hmm. is, is fascinating. And I've heard this from other um, services like us. So, I mean, so. Yeah, so it's not all. Yeah, it's not all about credits. It's mm -hmm. about meeting the client exactly where they are. And to me, that's specificity. If the client's like, I need this perfect Broadway singer to complete my, you know, song, I have this vision in mind, and then you, you're there, you know, that's, that's what's going to connect for sure. Um, so what are the most popular services? That, like, what are the biggest sellers? Definitely vocals, vocals, song production, mixing, and then the meat and potatoes like bass, drums, guitar, keys. I would say vocals and then drums, but... <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, definitely All of the... vocals is probably the biggest category for sure. Yeah. What about like solos? I mean, I would, I'm thinking about myself in the studio, like I had to bring some people in for like, say I wanted a, a electric guitar solo or I wanted a saxophone. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, I mean, those those horns are actually. I mean, let, let's go down so we don't miss anyone. I mean, I can honestly say, um, it's vocals. I would say drums is next. I would say horns are probably next. Interesting. Because you can't fake horns in in any way. That's so um, true. There's like no matter how hard you try to make a good MIDI MIDI sound, it's just not happening. It's yeah. Not happening. And you know, and now you would think that I mean keys guitar they're all growing in this space because people are just they're excited that they can get a human mm. uh, <laughs> to, to yeah. collaborate with mm -hmm. yeah and, and that's another advantage to this it's not just like it's people who are like have their setups ready to go and are ready to record so it's not like 
knowing someone who's a musician who you might connect with and they might it's like these are people who are like your people who are like we're ready to record just send me your song out it's it's going to be back in your hands and you know however long it takes so right that's sort of the, another perk to it yeah you know one thing that i really love that i only just discovered on this last project i did that i didn't know that they could you could come in and charge more so like if you've already said okay i'll do this harmony vocal for 50 bucks which is what I have it up there on thinking in my mind, that's a harmony vocal that I would do if I was just singing one single harmony vocal along with, you know, a main vocal, maybe it was my own vocal. Well, someone came in and said, I want, you know, I want this like two harmony vocals. And I'm like, okay, well this section's really small. So I said, okay. And then he was like, this is so good. I love this. Can you do this in another section? I'll pay you extra add another $30. And I was like, you can do that. And then I realized that you could. And so you just send them like a little addition thingy and they approve it. And so then it was $80, you know? And so there's all, you guys have really thought of everything. Well, yeah. It's come, come at us. Like, cause there's just this endless list of, we have things. an endless to do list. <laughs> <laughs> and we want to keep making it better, we, but we, it's, we have it's like, like three whiteboards. Yeah, and, just, and, yeah. <laughs> We yeah. just launched this new area too. So this is a new way to work too called Artists Wanted. So like now, finally, this is a like thing where you can post your services, but you can also respond to services wanted, you know, and um, basically no one else will see your, your proposal except the person posting. So you can kind of, we just launched this last week. So it's, we're kind of just working, you know, it works fine. You just basically in the same way you would create a gig, you would send a proposal to. So it's to, kind of like a forum in a way where you, but you can respond to individuals. Exactly. These are people who are rather than people having to wait for people to find you, you can proactively send uh, proposals to clients requests. That makes sense. This is great. No, I love this. And also, you know, someone could potentially like suggest you instead of like, responding and saying here's my service they could say oh i worked at the, with this person and they were really good yes they could actually i hadn't even we haven't built that in we were talking but about that's a this, great idea like to uh yeah suggest someone yeah we well because that's where i started getting gigs yeah. to begin with not on air gigs but like on forums for songwriters and I started being known between the different songwriters. And when someone would post another songwriter I work with, we're like, oh, you should work with Bree. She's really good. She did this for me. Right. So it's interesting you say that because we see that um, just behind the scenes all the time. Like someone would be like, you, you've just finished this drum track. You got to go to my buddy. He's going to, you know, we've worked together for uh, ever and he's going to do the right thing. And, um, but yes, we are talking about how to bring this into, um, we threw this out imperfect because um, just of the current situation, we wanted another way. Um, and More ways people could connect mm -hmm, with clients. Yep. How awesome was that? Thank you to David and Angie for going through their site and explaining how it all works. And if you think this is something you could really use to add some streams of income, I really recommend you go check out AirGigs, A-I-R-G-I-G-S dot com. Now go out and make great music, connect with your fans, and grow your business. 
female entrepreneur musician has been brought to you by femusician.com and femalemusicianacademy.com and music by Stella Ronson.